as we enter into the second Sunday of Advent, it's a very simple theme for us. Bad roots, bad fruit. Don't forget that. Bad roots, bad fruit. Often, when we come to the Lord, because of his holiness, because of his goodness, there's either an invitation from the Lord to repent of your sins or an invitation from the evil one to hide from him. John the Baptist is such a good figure for us, first of all, because he's a complete weirdo. Did you hear what he was wearing tonight, right? Complete weirdo. He's wearing camel hair. I don't know what that would look like, but I, I don't even want to imagine. But he's got a leather belt on, and his, and his diet is a little bit strange. He eats locusts and wild honey. But somehow his oddities attract people because he's so free. He's so detached from all the expectations of the world. Like, can you imagine that? That's the invitation when you and I start just beginning to prepare the path the way of the Lord, is that we are free from the opinions of others. How often do you make decisions based on what other people think about you over than what God thinks about you? What John the Baptist teaches us is how to be concerned, first of all, with what God thinks of me. And that's a beautiful thing because when you realize that your, your identity, who you are, only comes from God, like there's detachment of the opinions of others. And that's where some of us, where the bad roots are, right? We have, we have just a, a total infatuation and even struggle with the opinions of others. And when you and I are in that spot, when we're, when we're there, a lot of bad fruit comes out basically based in pride. Pride is, is the center of all sin, right? So as the different people are coming to John the Baptist, they're coming to, to be baptized in the Jordan River, right? To be to be cleansed as they acknowledge their sins. But the problem with the Sadducees and the Pharisees is they don't want to change. I pray and hope that you're here tonight because you want to change. Like the reason why we come to Mass is because we want to be divinized. We want to be Christified. We want to be more like Jesus because we realize our world doesn't have them. And the more they don't have them, the worse off it is. So we come here to change. And the invitation to heal the bad roots is to repent. The first of all, you know, take time before the cross or take time by going to confession and admitting my sin, right? That's a, that's a humble thing to do. And when you allow humility to saturate the soil of your life, and I'm not saying being humiliated, I'm saying being humble, I'm realizing that I don't have to have it all figured out. God is in control and surrendering to him. What happens is then, then good fruit comes, Kindness, gentleness, patience. It also comes in his discipline. I think for tonight, there's just a very simple stuff thing for us to, as we head into the last two weeks of the semester to focus on that really strong acronym called HALT. Has anyone heard of HALT before? All right. Okay, good. You guys should, right? Um, HALT is, are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? And are you tired? When I'm tired... I'm Mr. Cranky Pants. You don't want to be around me. I'm tired right now. Um, I've been traveling all weekend. I, got, I, I went to uh, Wichita on Friday, left at 5 in the morning, got there at 5 p.m., so 12 hours of travel. Yippee skippy, right? I um, was there for an event to, to help promote religious sisters' vocations, which is awesome. But then I had to wake up at 5 a.m. again this morning, and I didn't get here until like 3 o'clock today. And I was just exhausted. And then I text Sarah, shine him in, and I said, I am so discouraged and I'm exhausted. And she's like, oh, 
well, the fruit of exhaustion is discouragement. And I'm like, thank you. I didn't need to know that, right? Um, but I think often as, as you guys head into and all of us head into, if we want to produce good fruit, but also if we, we want to be humble, just start asking yourself those four questions. Am I hungry? And that, that can be physically hungry, of course, right? Are you, are you hydrated? Or do you have enough food? Are you eating well? But also, are you feeding your soul with the word of God? Are you feeding your soul with the Holy Eucharist? Are you feeding your soul with the mercy of God by going to confession? Angry. That's a tough one for us because we see so much anger in our world, but often what feeds anger is actually your fear. Like when you and I make decisions based out of faith in a loving God who loves us infinitely, it makes a big difference. But when you and I make decisions based out of, out of fear and even anger, like we say things, we do things we'd rather not, right? Third one is lonely. We see so many people that are just looking for a companion. That's like the next level of friendship I think the Lord is inviting a lot of us into. Someone who is just there for me through thick and thin, right? It was really cool when I went back to Wichita to go see some of my, my seminarian brothers who are now priests and just to catch up with them, you know, and, and to be with them, having true companions, people that will be with me through thick and thin. Do we get along perfectly? No, I'm not going to paint uh, an improper picture for you. But the thing is, we, we, we've been together for like now, now 10 years, right? Having a companion... And then tired. I really want to encourage you all to focus on getting to bed on time these next two weeks. That's a humble act. And you might be in bed thinking, I have a million things to do, um, but that's, that's death to self, right? That's death to self, allowing myself to get good rest. So many studies have shown that anything you study after 10.30 p.m. does not remain in your long-term memory have a presser in the front row here, so I think he would say, get to bed, right? And get, get, get up at a, at a decent hour and work on that discipline. Because when you and I start feeding those roots, the roots of our trees with humility, uh, the Lord begins to heal. But when we have pride and we are, full, we are full of self, we think, I have to figure it out on my own. I have to do it. Like the ax, as St. John the Baptist says, is laying there, but the Lord needs to cut the root of pride. You know, the, the Lord is, is baptizing us and he's calling us to repentance, right? And what, what does repentance mean? Repentance is a complete transformation of my mind. If I have an arrow pointing one way, if I'm repenting, it's a complete 180. So if I'm hungry, I humble myself and I go get food, go get some drink, or also spending time with God's word to know I need the truth. I need to know I'm loved. I'm angry. Sometimes I just got to humble myself and call someone and ask for help and talk it through. Or I just need to take some deep breaths and slow down. If I'm lonely, right? Not being afraid to share to somebody saying, I am actually pretty lonely inside. If I'm prideful, I say, oh, I'm okay, I'm good. But internally, I'm dying, right? It means I have to be vulnerable to let someone see you. If I'm tired, just go to bed. Get off your phone. Is it really worth it being exhausted and being like me right now, Mr. Cranky Pants? Like, I don't even like it. I have a headache. I feel like I had a rock dropped on my head. I don't like it, right? But there's an invitation for, for a lot of us to be humble, right? And that might mean you have to change your schedule. That might mean you have to, to dial it back a little bit. But again, 
because bad fruit creates or bad roots create bad fruit. But when you're humble, you're able to create create good fruits. But you have to come. You got to want to change. So we're called to do every single mass. We're called to be divinized. We're called to take everything that we are and we say, we say, Lord, you take care of it. So as the gifts are brought forward, as the, as the songs are brought forward, as our petitions being prayed, we're saying, Lord, transform my life. Because you get to receive the best gift back. I, I'd love to have our community be known for saying this when we go home for breaks. When people come from the Newman Center and they, and they go to Mass, they always thank the priest not for his homily, but for feeding them with the body and blood of Jesus. Like, what better gift could you receive? Like, do we know what we're receiving? Or are our roots so broken that we're still trying to see with eyes of this earth, but not with eyes of faith? John the Baptist saw differently. And that's one thing that Christians do, is we see the world differently. People that are not of faith, they see bread and wine. But people who are praying for an increase in faith, people are truly humble, are at awe that a God would come to us. Would come to us. And we pray that the Holy Spirit, as we heard in our, our gospel today, is just like a fan upon all of our prayers tonight to, to, to keep us on fire so it doesn't go out. And the invitation tonight is very simple. Just to focus on halt. Are you hungry? Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? invitation is is to let go and let God be humble and not be prideful. If we were all more like John the Baptist, if we, if we said things like, the one who is coming after me is mightier than I, what that does is it takes the pressure off of our shoulders. What you and I are called to do for like John the Baptist is point people to Jesus and all we do. And we do that by having a metanoia, a transformation for heading one way, the Lord calls us, and we have to be humble enough to turn back a different way. It's pride, it's humility, it's hunger, taking time to slow down. The invitation is before you tonight. The beautiful thing is, you don't have to change if you don't want to. You can remain right where you are. And if that's you, I just want to ask you, how's that going for you? If you want to change, pray. Be humble. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Amen.